This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome back to another chapter of Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, tell you about the tales of my life and whatever else I want to talk about. This week, that is going to a music festival in Las Vegas, and it might be a little asmr moment because my voice is a little shot, as you can probably hear. So, hello. Welcome. This is the 10th episode of Harry Tales, which is very exciting. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, week after week after week, it feels like I'm talking to all my best girlfriends and guy friends, if you're... Um, <clears throat> a man, um, if your dad's listening, but hey guys, what's up? I just got back from Vegas last night at 11:30 PM. Here's the thing about being bi-coastal. I don't think I could ever do it because the flight from New York to LA or I guess Las Vegas to New York I can't be, I can't do that. I can't be in the air that long. And I, okay. (laughs) So before I start my plane rant, I just want to say that I got back to my apartment last night at 1130 PM. I had to shower and shave because I was like growing a beard. (laughs) It had been like, a week or so since I shaved. So I was like growing a beard. I was like, I need to shave because tomorrow I have stuff to do. I'm recording the podcast. This morning I had brunch with the Essie girls at Sarah Beth's (laughs) on Park Ave. I was like, okay, I'm literally Jenna Rink from 13 going on 30. I feel like I have increasingly more and more moments of feeling like Jenna Rink just going about my life in the city. So I met with my new manager and the SE girls, I had a bowl of quinoa and salmon. <laughs> it's very chic, you guys, very chic. And now I'm recording the podcast. Oh, after that, I had to take a PCR test because tonight I'm going to the Bros movie premiere and I needed a PCR test. So I did that. Now I'm recording the podcast. So you you get it. Like I had to shave. I couldn't show up to all of those things with a beard. I couldn't show up to brunch with the Essie girls at Sarabeth's looking like a pirate. So that was great. But last night, I really didn't want to shave, uh, obviously. Do you guys don't even... Do you think about shaving? I feel like girls never think about having to shave. Like you... It It's... You really just have to think about it. You have to shave your face. If you're like like your face clean shaven you have to think about it <clears throat> anyway i got home at 11:30 it was one of those moments where the bags didn't come out of the carousel forever and after being in the air for 6 hours like you're pissed right then your bags not showing up it's just like not it's not the vibe then you get home and you have to shave and then after i showered and shaved i applied moisturizer while watching tell me lies the first episode of tell me lies on hulu and i think it's the emma roberts produced show and it's really good so far the main girl is like 
definitely crazy. <laughs> so is the main guy. They're both crazy. Um, so I haven't gotten to the part where they start lying to each other yet, <laughs> but I'm sure I will. So that's where I'm at. Let's rewind and go all the way back to Thursday of last week when I flew to Vegas. So, um, going to V it's literally like, okay, you're looking for an apartment one day. You're maybe going to sign a lease on an apartment that you have not seen. Let's do a little apartment update. I've seen two apartments now and then a third one that we couldn't get into, but I met the broker outside and we like went up and we knocked on the door, but we couldn't get in. Um, which is crazy. I feel like anybody who, again, is not in New York is like, what are you talking about? And then I was about to literally apply for this apartment without ever having seen it. And I never thought I'd be one of those people, but that's where we are in the search. And this was a really cute place. Williamsburg, not East Williamsburg, like, like actual Williamsburg. And I was walking around and I was like, wait, I really like this. There was like a vintage store down the street and like a new diner that was just opening. Very cute. Um, he basically made me put down a deposit for, f <clears throat> he like fucked up the, the system and like made me put down a deposit. But then he was like, oh wait, that deposit's not enough. So like w you can't actually apply, but let me go in and fix it. So then he went in and tried to fix it. But then there, it was just, it was fucky. And so then after we tried to see it and I saw the building and I was like, okay, I love the building. I love the lobby. I guess I'll just apply for it. And if I get it, then I'll get back from Vegas and I'll try to visit it. <laughs> He was like, I, I get to Vegas and I'm like, <clears throat> whatever, I'm, I'm probably not going to get that apartment. I'll restart my search on Tuesday when I get back. He texts me when I'm in Vegas, just a, a 3D like tour of the apartment. And I was like, okay, so is this still available? And he's like, well, somebody already applied and it's in like multiple brokers hands, but you can still try. It's just like you disappeared for a little bit. I was like, honey, you, you messed up all the links. Like I, I was ready to apply two days ago. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, ha, ha, I'm out of town now, but I'll try. <laughs> like never texted him back. I've started saving everybody. My phone, like Scott broker, Tim broker, Mimi broker. So maybe I'll, put out a blast and be like, yo guys, I'm, <laughs> I'm back for three days this weekend. I'm going upstate. <sighs> Do you guys feel like I have never every week? I'm like, I've never been this busy in my life. Like it just feels like I keep on being like busy, busy, busy this morning, <laughs> this morning before my SE brunch, I was in bed and I kept restarting my timer for one minute. Like, <laughs> like when you set your timer f five times for a minute each because each time you're like oh like I just need one more minute and like I'll actually get up that's when you know that you are just on one you're just on one so that's where I'm at but Thursday I fly to Vegas I get to the hotel and 
I decided to invite my best friend Gwen, whose name is actually Libby. And I don't know if people know that, but like if you follow me on Instagram, you know Gwen. But you might you might not know that her name's Libby. Anyway, I remember telling you guys that I was like, oh, I want a content boyfriend. And going to Vegas to a music festival would be the perfect opportunity to test that out, right? It got closer and closer to Vegas, and I just, like, couldn't bring myself to, like, do the whole thing and lean into it. The apartment search, like, also just in theory it sounds fun to bring a random guy to Las Vegas. But, like, would it actually be fun? Like, would it? Music festivals take endurance and stamina like you have to get back to the hotel room and be able to like sleep and like recoup and do it again the next day and then do it again the next day like (laughs) i can't be getting to know a man (laughs) in las vegas so i invited libby her brother uh flies is a pilot so she gets like free she can just like fly anywhere on like standby so she she can get places so she was like cool i'll meet you in vegas so i get there thursday night i get to the hotel it's resorts world which i've stayed at before for my brother's bachelor party when i say bachelor party it was just me and my two brothers and then one of my brother's friends remington very chill weekend but it was (laughs) still a lot of fun so i'm staying at resorts world if you guys saw on my instagram i tried to open the peanuts in the mini bar and they just have these like obnoxious peanut boxes like these like plastic boxes that are impossible to open i did figure it out but i that time i was just so hungry i like took the tongs from the ice bucket and just jabbed it the peanuts went everywhere it was stupid and then the next day was friday and we had lunch we we didn't not lunch it was we had to so we get sent an itinerary every day i went with bacardi so this is some influencer like influencer trip this is how it works okay are you ready so i was i went with bacardi and you're still working because you're there to take content and like be pictured with the brand right so that means that you have to put thought into things that you normally wouldn't think about. So for a music festival, for example, you're thinking of pulling out all the stops and wearing like really cute outfits. When you're thinking about these outfits though, you have to think about the fact that nothing can be branded. So when you're taking pictures for Bacardi, you can't have a shirt that says, well, you can't have a shirt that says anything because anything that you'd want to wear to a festival, like I want (laughs) to, last time, I went to a music festival with Bacardi. I wanted to wear a shirt that said slut in the Shrek font. (laughs) And I texted the girl and I was like, I can't wear this, right? And she was like, yeah, no. So you just have to think about those things, okay? So that's first things first. Think about what you're going to wear and it can't be branded. My first day on Friday, I had to take a picture in this shirt that has a QR code on the back that you can scan And it takes you to a Bacardi playlist full of rising stars like myself. Um, (laughs) Somebody on that's watching this and watching my Instagram is going to be like, you already said that. (laughs) Sorry if I recycle my own content, but um, I had to wear a black t-shirt. Okay. 
What goes with a black t-shirt? Schwartz? A skirt? I got Dickies from Urban Outfitters. First of all, there's a mall near the hotel in Vegas that I was staying at called the Fashion Mall. It's literally the Fashion Mall. Like, like straight out of a movie. It had every store you've heard of. It had every store you've never heard of. It was the fattest mall I've seen since 1997. You know what I mean? Like, it was... People were shopping, people were bopping. There was an Urban Outfitters and I got some black Dickies to go with my black t-shirt. And I was like, oh, it's totally fine that it's 100 degrees because it's dry heat, which is so much better to dress for because you really can wear pants. You know, it gets dark at night, so I wasn't worried about the festival. But we show up to the beach club, the day club, the pool club, whatever. (laughs) If you've been to Vegas, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a club, but there's a pool in it. And so it's called like a day club or a beach club or a pool club. (laughs) So we show up. And one of the odd things about going to events with a brand is that the venue itself, most of the time, doesn't give a shit that you're there with the brand or that the brand is there. Like they are just doing their job. So they were maintaining their own like rules and regulations. So I show up wearing Dickies. I looked very Rolling Stone, like black t-shirt, black Dickies, Vans. Like I looked like I was like, uh, yeah, I just learned from London. We're meeting with the label, (laughs) you know, the guy takes one look at me and he's like, you can't wear pants here. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like ready to like go and change. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Because we, so Bacardi tells us, don't wear a swimsuit. Wear what you're going to wear to the festival. So now we're all like, okay, we can't wear swimsuits to the pool club, which I understood. They don't want us looking like we're like totally pooling. They wanted us to look like kind of nice. You can't wear a swimsuit. And I didn't want to wear shorts, so I'm wearing pants. He's like, you can't wear that. And I was like, but we can't wear swimsuits. The Bacardi girl is like, it's totally fine. We're going to get you in. Like, don't worry. And I'm like, it's fine. I'll go change. Like, just a little just a little road stop at the door. <clears throat> road bump, rather. And then finally, they, like, changed the rules for me. Let me in to the day club with pants on. Very exciting. And it's a Rolling Stone party with Bacardi for a couple of their, like, rising artists. Um... So this guy, Rick Wilson, played a set. And basically, you're when you're there, they're like, okay, you have to stay at the party from this time to this time, and then you guys can like disperse and have free time and like rest before the festival and then meet us down in the lobby at this time, blah, blah, blah. So it, it, it's, you have like certain things that you have to be there for, but you also do have free time to like do your own thing. So we stayed at the pool party, um, hung out, saw Rick Wilson. Rick Wilson is cool. He's from Chicago. And he had this trumpet player who I thought was really cute. And I was like, oh, he's really cute. I'm like, I'm like to, the, to the girls, I'm like, wait, the trumpet player. <laughs> They're like, wait. Oh, I should say the girls in this context, like Bacardi has a group of influencers or... I think I'm the, I'm, I feel like I'm the most like influencer out of the bunch. There's like 
a rapper from New Orleans. There's a singer from LA. There's a singer from Puerto Rico. There's a guy from Colombia. There's um, a roller skating influencer from LA. Like very fun, unique group. And we just get to hang out and party at the pool together. Like it's, it was very fun. And we got to meet at GovBall. So it was our second festival together. It really does feel like camp. Like, it, that's the only way to put it. Like, a group of friends that you see, you know, every couple months to just, like, hang out and have fun and, like, do different activities together. So I saw the performance. The trumpeter was cute, okay? We're going to come back to the trumpeter later. So then I go to the festival. And I go early because my... <laughs> I hope you're like in your car, like ready for a story time because my cousin Elena, our moms are cousins. So what does that make us? Second cousins, I think. You have your first cousins and then you have your second cousins. I don't think that's right. Um, No, it's your second. We're second cousins, whatever. We're like somehow related. She manages the band Wet Leg. So Wet Leg was playing at the festival um, my producer Ashley knows wet leg apparently. So she manages wet, wet, wet leg. <laughs> and she was like, I got you an extra artist pass. I was like, score. I get to the festival. I go through and I meet up with her and she takes us immediately like back of the back of the back. Like they pull apart the, the gate that says exit. We have our wristbands. We just like glide in. I'm freaking out because I'm like, backstage baby like backstage and like there's a difference between being backstage when you're like cool with someone back there so you're like totally safe to be there like she manages the band that's playing like we are backstage as opposed to somehow like finessing getting backstage one time and then like you're back there somehow and you are afraid to leave because you're like wait what if we can't get back here it's a one-off thing, right? So, so I felt very safe in my backstage, <laughs> my backstageness. Open bar. She's like, "You want a drink?" The bathrooms are like not porta potties; they're like trailers. It was very nice, very chic. I hang out with her and the band. We like take some some Polaroid pictures. Like it's very music festival backstage vibes. <laughs> I turn around, Charlie XCX's trailer is right there. I was like, okay, yeah. But I have my Bacardi schedule, right? So I have to be back at Casa Bacardi, which is like home base for this. Casa Bacardi is always our home base when we go to a festival for Bacardi. And Casa Bacardi is like, um, at GovBall, it was like just a big like gated area with like a big like Casa Bacardi bar. But this one was like, an actual bar with like a courtyard. It was really cute. And I had to be at Casa Bacardi at a certain time for photo ops where we would all get together and the photographer would take photos of us, which so much fun. I literally am like, oh, I have to be back at Casa Bacardi for my photo op. <laughs> like, sorry, I have to, like, I'll be, I'll, I'll come back soon. She's like, yeah, just text me. Um, I'll let you backstage. Not, not backstage, like wh- whatever, like backstage, like like on the stage, like back of the stage. So wet leg is performing. She comes down, we go backstage and now I'm backstage at wet leg. Like, like I can see the audience, like I am backstage. 
I don't know how else to say it. There was the stage and I was in the back of it. Um, so cool, such a cool experience. And then afterwards I hung out with wet leg, like just, just like, just groupy stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just back fucking stage. And then they pack up and go. So like they pack up and go. Elena pulls her wristband off and she's like, give this to Libby. Libby was arriving the next day. It was just like perfect because I got to spend Friday with Elena and wet leg. (laughs) And then she gave me her artist pass. So now I have an artist pass on my wrist and in my pocket. I was unstoppable. But I was also afraid to come back to the backstage area without Elena because I was like, okay, what if these wristbands know? Like, what if the wristband is like, I know that like you're no longer like really supposed to be here. But they didn't. They kept scanning green. So then I go and I would just keep going backstage to use the open bar. Like we got, we got, (laughs) not that we got drink tickets for Bacardi um, because obviously they wanted us to like drink Bacardi, right? But I was like, okay, but getting an open bar drink backstage is like so much more fun. (laughs) And they're less skimpy, you know what I mean? Backstage, they're going to really like give you a drink. Whereas like at the other places around the festival, it's more like a baseball game. Casa Bacardi was really, they they were good though. And I'm not just saying that. (laughs) So... (laughs) I go back to the backstage area and Charlie XCX is sitting on the couch. She's sitting on the couch. She's sitting on the motherfucking couch. And I am like, so Elena's gone. She's like, literally like I texted her. I was like, should I try going back? She's like on the road. She's getting on a flight back to New York with wet leg. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't know what to do. Should I just go back in? And of course the security people like, are not out to get you like and they already saw me walk in like four times like they know me by now so I just walk in but I'm like okay what is the backstage etiquette if Charlie XCX is sitting on the couch behind you and there's no there's no fanfare or anything she looks like me sitting on the couch right now like she's literally sitting like this like legs crossed like Charlie XCX I'm like do you say hi Do you go up? Do you say hi? You have an artist pass. Like, you're obviously allowed to be there. You're not some, like, crazy fan. Do you say hi? No, you don't. You keep it cool. (laughs) I kept it cool, you guys. I didn't say hi to Charlie XCX, even though I could have. And I feel like that is even more powerful than (laughs) than saying hi to her. Didn't say hi to Charlie XCX, but... There was a girl at the bar, and of course, she was wearing this like cute little festival outfit, and she kind of looked like a groupie, like she was giving almost famous vibes. So I'm like, hey, like, what's up? Like, how are you here? <laughs> Praying that she wasn't like, uh, I'm Cheryl Crow. But she was like, oh, my brother is the guitarist for Blue La Tiger. And I don't know who Blue La Tiger is, but she's a singer. Um, and she was like, so I'm like artist adjacent as well. I was like, yeah, my cousin like was managing wet leg, but they're gone. So I'm just like here. (laughs) She was like, cool. I was like, should I say hi to Charlie XCX? And she was like, um, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, no, I won't. But like, nice to meet you. 
So then we both walk, walk back into the festival. I th- that might have been my last time because then I went back to Casa Bacardi. It's v- very much like if you've been to a music festival, you know the vibe. It's like walking around, like getting from A to B, like spot to spot, hopping from, te- from you know, stage to stage. It's a lot of fun. I really fuck with the vibe of a music festival. Um, and then I go back to see Charlie XCX's set. She is such a fucking pop star, you guys. Like, she needs to have her Dua Lipa moment where she is, like, the most streamed. Like, she needs she needs her moment. Because, like, Ariana had her moment. I feel like Dua kind of, like, took over from Ariana. I feel like Dua is still, like, the pop, like, if we're talking, like, like poppy girl. I think right now it's still Dua Lipa. But, like, Charlie XCX... I just feel like she really could. Like, her dancing was on point. Her singing is on point. Her performance, like, it was just so good. And, like, maybe it's maybe it's because I'm gay. Um, maybe it's, you know, a couple pieces of shroom chocolate that had me feeling a type of way. But, like, she was so good. And I met this girl in the audience, <clears throat> in the crowd, Um and her name was Allie, and she was, it was right before Charlie X's set, so we were just, like, talking in the crowd, you know, like, making festival friends, and she was like, oh, yeah, I work at the YMCA here in Las Vegas, and I was like, okay, tea, and she was like, yeah, I snuck in, she, like, shows me her, like, empty wrist, she's like, yeah, we just, like, walked in, and I was like, okay, like, that's some, like, 20-year-old shit, she was like, yeah, I'm 20, I was like, okay, yeah, I like tracks, um, She was so funny and she was the perfect little Charlie XCX companion. And then I had to leave because Gwen was flying in that night. And so I left Charlie X's set to go get her so that I would be there at the hotel when she got there. Um, I made it in the nick of time. So I'm glad I left Charlie XCX early. That's something that's like a good friend. That's a good friend, you know, like leave the Charlie XCX set, even though it's really good and go back to the hotel. Like, like, you know, not to, like, flex, but that's... I I would be friends with me, for sure. So then Gwen gets there. Um, we hang out in the hotel room for a little bit, and then we go down into the casino to just, like, fuck it up. Not fuck it up, like, capital F, like, low, lowercase fuck it up. Like, just, like, like we just, like, took a, took a can of something hard... <laughs> And when, because you can just like drink in Las Vegas. I think that's like one of the most fun things is just like everything in Las Vegas is just like you can do whatever you want. Like it, it just feels lawless. And so you can just like, like I, I, I didn't even have a, I didn't have a can. I had a glass. Like I was like Rihanna at the restaurant, like Rihanna leaving the restaurant with the wine glass. Like I was just like walking around with like a glass of something in the casino. We ran into some of the Bacardi people It was just a good time. And then Saturday, so this is day two. Don't worry, uh, there's only five more days left. (laughs) I'm kidding. So day two, we woke up, we we went to the pool, we got some coffee, we ate by the pool, we split a burger, it was delicious. Then we went to the mall to get last minute outfits. And um, we fucked it up at forever 21 capital f fucked it up like we like we tried on a bunch of things ever since we've been 
best friends I've always like we'd we were mall rats me and Gwen and we would go to the mall and I would always want her to like try on the like most ridiculous thing at Forever 21 like some like weird like sequined top that says like bonjour across the boobs you know like something like just and it was finally time for that like it was finally like we're you know two hours away from the festival we have to get something crazy so we got we got Gwen this like swirly top that comes with gloves like it was it was giving xenon like it was very cute we tried on a bunch of things I got I got some things so then we got ready went to the festival we used our artist wristbands and it worked like a charm and I was like so we're we're sitting backstage. Who was there that day? That day, I didn't really know anybody backstage there. Um, the guy who sings the song that's like, Ayo, Ayo, K. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a TikTok song. His name is Ty something. I should know it. Ty something. Ayo, Ayo, K. Okay. Crickets. Um he was he was back there but I'm with Gwen we're in the backstage area I'm like let me show you the catering tent because the catering tent is where all the artists staff security people like get to eat and it's literally like buffet the night before with Elena I had tuna tartare just like at the festival I had like spinach salad and tuna tartare like yeah yeah wash it down with some Bacardi, game over. <laughs> like, it was lit. So we go back <laughs> to the to the catering tent, and you have to scan in, apparently, but me and Elena didn't scan in. Like, we just, like, walked in. But for some reason, I think me and Gwen looked a little too, like, festival. Like, we looked a little too, like, you're not working. You guys are fucking, like, out here, like, enjoying the festival. So she was like, oh, excuse me, guys, can you just, like, scan your bands? And so we scan our bands, and there's a big red X on the screen, and we were like, (laughs) and she was like, oh, yeah, this was only for yesterday, right? And I was like, um, yeah. (laughs) And she was like, oh, okay, well, um, yeah, we don't have enough food for, like, everyone, so but you can trade me a cocktail because we were like holding like our fucking open bar drinks. We didn't end up doing that, but we were like, okay. <laughs> so no tuna tar tar on day two. <laughs> um, but we enjoyed Lord. Lord was really fun. We sat on the grass for Lord. We actually walked up and Gwen hasn't seen Lord since she performed at Lollapalooza with like, big hair and she was like 19 singing royals for the first time so we were we were walking up to lord and gwen was like oh i thought we were just like walking by some other artist set like i didn't realize that was lord because she's like bleached hair right now wearing like a little like activewear set like it was very like unlordy of her i mean i guess more recently she's been more like blonde but like she definitely didn't look like the lord that you think of when you think of lord but she was good. We sat there on the grass. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there were any other notable Saturday moments. 
Oh, we went to the silent disco for the first time on Saturday. And if you guys haven't been to a silent disco, like highly recommend you put on headphones and everybody can hear the same thing and walking up to it. Like everybody kind of looks like an idiot because everybody looks like they're just like dancing silently (laughs) and you just hear like, you know, like the shoes on the ground, but then you put the headphones on and it is so much fucking fun. Like you just, dance and vibe and laugh and bust a move and it was also just I think the the festival made it fun because it was the 7-Eleven garage it was the silent disco in the 7-Eleven garage and it was literally in a parking garage but it was like decked out with like lights and it was really cute it was really fun so I was definitely like okay we have to go back to that um, who else was on Saturday? Oh, Kygo. Kygo was on Saturday. It was really good. The funny thing about Gwen is that she likes to mosh. She likes to mosh. And I remember because we went to Coachella together and at Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is like kind of scary to like see because people mosh. I don't need to mosh. I don't. I don't need to mosh. I don't need to be pushed. <laughs> I don't. I just don't need to be. I don't. I don't care if Billie Eilish is like playing some crazy moshy song. Gwen likes to mosh. Like at Coachella, she was like, we were like moshing. I was like, I was like, who the hell is pushing me? I turn around, it's Gwen. I'm like, okay, like push her back. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, honey, because I'm not the one. Because I'm not the one. So this time, I know she wants to mosh. And Kygo is like mosh central, right? But we're we're VIP. <laughs> Thanks, Bacardi. So she was like, I want to go into GA. Like, I want to leave VIP and go into general admission where, like, all the crazy people are. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But <clears throat> it is true. Like, people that, like, I think the the VIP is like you're paying for, like, the like elevated experience like it's literally like they have like grass for vip and then like general admission is like concrete um you're just paying for like an elevated moment right so the people that are in vip are definitely like more chill the people that are ga are like it's wild card right it's it's more like drunk teenagers whereas vip is more like you know a girl in fringe boots and a hat sitting on the grass enjoying a cocktail. Gwen goes into general admission and I'm like, oh, Kygo is probably only going to play one more song. Like, he's been on forever. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll wait here. Like, I'll wait right here. Like, it was very much like, you go get beat up <laughs> and I'll be right here. <laughs> so a song goes and I'm like, okay, great. Another song goes. I'm like, okay, like I'm giving her her moment to like live a little, like let loose, right? Songs keep going. I'm like, fuck, I'll get a slice of pizza. There was a slice of pizza right there. I get the slice of pizza. It's, she's still not out and Kygo keeps on going. And I'm like, okay, let me just try going into GA. So I go into GA. Every single song I'm like, oh, this is the last song. This is the last song. He keeps fucking playing. So I leave GA. I just leave GA. I'm like, she can meet me back at Casa Bacardi. 
<laughs> leaves Charlie X to go meet her at the hotel, but then like at when she's in Kygo, I'm like, you're on your own, sis. No, she was gonna be fine. Um, <laughs> so I go back to Casa Vicardi. She's she te- she texts me. She's like, oh my gosh, like that was the best. Thank you. Like I needed that. She she needed to get mosh. But here's the thing. It didn't end up being the moshy moment she wanted, and we were discussing it all weekend because there was a lot of space around everybody, and we're thinking it's a post-COVID thing where people, like, might not want to, like, be as close as they once were. Because, like, I remember festivals before COVID, like, y'all were, like, humping each other. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, you were, like, packed, like, sardines at the front of the audience area. This wasn't like that. Even like, even as you would get closer and closer to the stage, like there was still space to like move your arms. Like it was very interesting. I loved it. I like literally loved it. Like I had space to breathe. Gwen did not like it. She like was like going up to people like, come on, hit me. <laughs> she, she just really wanted to mosh. And she said that even at the front of Kaigo, it wasn't, it wasn't the moshy moment that she wanted. It was still like moshier, but it wasn't the moshy moment. So just word to the wise, if you're if you're a Gwen and you want to mosh at the festival, just know that that might have, you know, that might be a ship that sailed or we, we just weren't at the right festival for it. I think EDC is like a lot crazier. I haven't been, but Gwen said that it's like a lot like grimier. Um, so that was Saturday. We get back to the hotel. Um, what? Did, who did we on Saturday? I don't even remember who the last set we was, but we closed down the festival and like lights came up kind of vibe. We actually closed the festival both nights. So then on Sunday, woke up, went to the pool. I'm trying to think. We tried going to the, dis- the dispensary because <clears throat> it was Vegas. They have a place called Planet 13. Um, but it took too long, so we had to leave. <laughs> we, like, waited for, like, 20 minutes, and then we were like, we have to go to the festival. The festival moment on Sunday was very early. Co- we had to be at Casa Bacardi at, like, 4 o'clock. So we show up, and we do our Bacardi moments. We, like, take our photos. And some of the Bacardi members, like Pell and Gael, they did, one of them did a DJ set, and then Gael did, like, a performance. So much fun. It's truly so much fun to just, like, it's literally camp. It's like, oh, my God, okay, one of our friends is performing now. And that was at Casa Bacardi. And then we, we found another artist pass moment. It was called the artist like experience and that was for like producers and like whatever but we got in with our artist pass again just like open bar and like big air-conditioned space um so we had we had like our spots around the festival that we like got to know and i feel like if we're talking the best day of a festival i think the best day is saturday Because the first day, you have to get acclimated to the grounds. Like, you have to know where everything is. You have to get situated. But then Saturday, you're like, you know the grounds, so you know what to expect. And you also have the most energy because you're like, like, you can do Friday, Saturday. But Sunday, you you start to get laggy. 
and you start to be like, oh, <laughs> three days, you know, it's been three days. At that point, both of us had super dry throats because we were spending all day and night in the desert. And it was, you could like see the sand in the air. Like it was like desert vibes, like the gnarliest like sand boogers, like, sorry, but like it's the truth. See, you can hear it. We were like Sunday, we were like, okay, we got a rally. And on the way there, I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but we got there and I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. So Sunday, I'm trying to think of Sunday. We decided that we weren't going to drink or, um, microdose until a little bit later, like until it got like darker. So we were going to like just show up early, do our Bacardi stuff and like really just like take photos and like enjoy the moment. Cause that's the other thing about music festivals and going with like, you know, trying to make content is like, you really have to be like present. You can't be like drunk, like whatever. I don't think I got, I didn't get drunk during the three days, but like, you know, when you take some mushroom chocolate, like you start to feel a little wavy and like, taking pictures is like kind of the last thing on your mind. So we were like, okay, let's show up, take our photos, take our content. We did it. And then we were like, let's get lobster from the lobster truck. <clears throat> we got lobster rolls and we ate them on the grass and it was beautiful. Like sun was setting, you know, the people next to us are just like sitting in a circle, smoking a joint. Like that's the kind of vibe I just love at a music festival. Just like you sit on the ground, you eat your fucking lobster roll, you soak up the vibes, everybody is on the same page. Like, it was great. So then we went back to the silent disco. So much fun. We went to Calvin Harris, which was a lot of fun. He's so hot for what, literally. Do you guys know Said the Sky? Said the Sky, Gwen took us to Said the Sky, and that was at the Rave Cave. <laughs> it wasn't actually called the Rave Cave. <clears throat> I think it was the Toyota tent. <laughs> but it was like the one stage at the festival that had a covering with lights in the covering. And it was like insane lights. Like every time you'd walk by, you'd be like, holy shit, like you have to be like on one to be in there. And we went to the rave cave and we saw Said the Sky, which Gwen described as melodic EDM. And I was like, wait, what? But it was so much fun and it was so nice and it was the best way to spend the end of the festi. The festi, right? Um, there was a moment <laughs> at Casa Bacardi when I was with everybody um, and the the shroom chocolate just started kicking in and I just like, you know, felt the immense love for, <laughs> for everyone. And I was like, this is so much fun. Like I just get to be with like all these cool people, like hanging out at the festival and like what, like life really is beautiful. <laughs> the, the Bacardi girls, the ones that were like, <clears throat> there on the ground, kind of like chaperoning us, kind of like camp counselors. I was like, you guys, thank you so much. Like, this has been such an amazing... And they were like, oh my God, like, yeah. Like, okay, what? <laughs> they, like, I was I was like, okay, like, comp <laughs> compose yourself. But, you know, it's not my fault for feeling the love. 
you know life really is beautiful though you guys <laughs> if you guys are looking for like a low-key festival that isn't too big but also gets like great acts and also like a good variety of acts like you've got your like jumpy edm you have your like lord we saw beach house we saw um wet leg we saw um charlie xdx like very interesting variety you know what i mean like was a lot of fun and the crowd was really cool it wasn't too young like yeah there were some young people um, people brought kids, which is like a weird thing. I'm just like, to me, I'm just like, not even like, don't bring your kids to a festival. To me, I'm like, why would you want to? Like, why would you, like, why would you want to be like picking up your baby at the festival? Why would you want to be like, you know, changing a diaper at the music festival? Like, could you imagine? <laughs> I could not imagine. I could not imagine. Um, <laughs> someone's going to be like, Harry, like, you don't know their circumstances. Like, they couldn't get a babysitter. Mm. They couldn't get a babysitter, but they could get festival tickets. There was a girl with a poodle, like an emotional support rave poodle. Like, I swear to God, like a poodle with like an emotional support vest. And she was wearing like a full on like rave outfit. Like she's like in a thong and boots with her emotional support rave poodle. And I was like, you don't say. Like, you really don't say. That's that's very interesting. Also, they didn't, like, frisk you, which is nice. Like, they check your bag, but they don't frisk you, so you don't, like... <clears throat> <clears throat> Today's episode is about how to smuggle drugs. <laughs> no, but, like, some festivals are really fucking, like, they get in your fucking, like they like touch you you know what i mean they're like let me like feel you for like contraband this one was just like they would like you know lightly dig it was a light dig some people like make you like empty your stuff no speaking of emptying your stuff i used my stony clover lane fanny pack jumbo in the color olive <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. There's no compartments in it. It's literally just like a big nylon fanny pack. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Stunning. Went with all my outfits. Looked so cute. It's so low key. You don't need to worry about fucking it up. You can just like plop it on the grass. Done. Highly recommend. Okay, cool. So um, I've given you pointers on how to enjoy... Um, seeing Charlie XCX on a couch but not saying hi, how to smuggle drugs into a Las Vegas music festival, and which fanny pack you should carry. I think that covers pretty much everything. No, I'm just kidding. There are some things that I still want to talk about, so don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. If you're still sitting in the parking lot of Whole Foods listening to this, I got you. <laughs> um, but the festival was so much fun, and we ended it by drinking watermelon juice and sitting in the grass and i can't think of a better way to to end a music festival we got back to the hotel took our showers did a little skincare moment and then watched the royal tenenbaums until we fell asleep hello cheers to that 
could you like imagine if I had gone with a content boyfriend? You think me and the content boyfriend would be watching the Royal Tenenbaums? I don't think so. <laughs> I turned on Clueless at one point in the hotel when we were just like hanging out and like getting ready, like steaming clothes. Like I'm such a I all I do is like steam my clothes. Like I'm such a steamer as of as of late. I turned on Clueless and Gwen goes, "You know, I've never seen this." And I was like, "Wait, what?" You've never seen Clueless? So she liked it. She was, like, laughing. I would, like, go into the bathroom to, like, do my hair, and I could just hear Gwen, like, laughing at, like, the funny parts in Clueless. And I was like, yeah, this makes this makes sense. This is good. Um, Harry, did you gamble? Um, no, not really. I did, I did, like, 20 bucks on a slot machine. And the reason was because I showed up, and I was just like, oh, there's ATMs in the casino, obviously. Um, yeah, for a $9 surcharge, $9. So I was like, well, I just want to take out $20 and not get crazy. But like, then it was $29 and I was like, nah, nah. So I just sat at the, at the foosball table. I just sat at the, (laughs) at the little slot machines and drank my coffee and enjoyed. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other like Vegas, like Vegas vibes. Um, Uber drivers in Vegas are so like just such, there's such a variety of like who will pick you up when you call an Uber. Um, I feel like in New York, Uber drivers like don't really talk to you. They're not really personable. Like it feels more like a cab vibe, but in other places they're like, they're like, yeah, and so it's my husband's birthday on Wednesday, so so yeah, we're going to do that. And then um, I think for his next birthday, we're going to... And I'm like, oh, like, I know your life now. Like, we spent 12 minutes in the car, and, like, I can tell you when your husband's birthday is. And, like, we, like, get out the car, and we're like, tell your husband to have a happy birthday, and, like, good luck on the living room. Like, we hope that you, like... You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you, like, get to know people. We got picked up from the dispensary empty-handed because we had to get back to the festival. The woman is in this car that doesn't have handles on the door. It's not a Tesla, but it's like similar. She's like, oh, she rolls down the window. She goes, push the button. I push the button. It opens the door. There's a huge screen in the car and it's playing Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. And I was like, oh, this is a good song. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, it really is. It makes me feel like I'm in high school again. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, in the car with the button doors. Yeah. So, just sit with that for a second. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm so glad to be back. Um, getting back again. I don't know how people that are um, bi coastal like. I just don't know how Bella Hadid does it. And I feel like I've asked this like multiple times, like how does Bella Hadid do it? But like, and I'm just using Bella Hadid as like, you know, like an example of like someone who's just like, oh, I was in London last night and now I'm in New York and tomorrow I'm going to be in Paris and blah, blah, blah. How do you, how, how does your body not say fuck you? (laughs) Or maybe she like, imagine if like she does just have like a permanently, sore throat and she just like feels like 
dookie all the time <laughs> because she's constantly in the air. Like we would never know. Um, I brought that up at the Essie brunch. I was like, I don't know how Bella Hadid does it. And one of the Essie girls was like, well, private jets fly faster. Like it, they take less time in the air. And I was like, wait, they might be onto something with that one. <laughs> they might be onto something with that one. Um, <clears throat> I narrowly missed Jeanette McCurdy on the flight to LA. I flew from New York to LA, LA to Vegas. And, um, my friend Steven was on the plane basically at the same time. Like he took off like a couple, like maybe two hours after me from New York. And he was on the same plane as Jeanette McCurdy sitting across from her. And he was like, yeah, I was going to ask her to be in my be real. And I was like, well, you should have. But at the same time, it's very much giving Charlie XCX on the couch. You know, it's Jeanette McCurdy on the plane. Like sometimes you really just have to, you know, read the room, time and place, know the vibe. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I think right now the vibe is telling me that I've talked about Vegas for long enough and uh, I need to give my voice a rest so that I can say some out-of-pocket things tonight at the movie premiere and uh, <laughs> keep on keeping on. I need to find an apartment. I should really get on that. I think I'm going to text my landlord and be like, can I just like stay? <laughs> Y'all mind if I just like stay? I really just like, I don't, like I can't. It is starting to feel like it's going to come down to that though. Like it is starting to feel like, like October 1st is going to come and I'm going to be like, this is what it looked like. Still here. <laughs> take my security deposit, bro. Just take it. You can have it. I'm going to stay here through January. You mind? I just really don't want to leave the pink bathtub. All right, you guys. Go team. Um, we, we actually got an alert from the Life is, Life is Beautiful app as we were leaving. And it was like, literally as we were leaving on day three, like, you know, it's like 1 a.m. The Life is Beautiful app is like, hope you had so much fun. Tickets are now available for pre-order for 2020. Like, so if this like wet your appetite for like a Vegas festival moment, I think you can like pre-order tickets or something. It's very fun. Also, I want to shout out to Amanda. I was taking pictures with Gwen. Oh, and Edith. I was taking pictures with Gwen and this girl comes up and she's like, can I take a picture too? And I, at first I was like, wait, what? And then she was like, like it was clear that she was like a friend, you know, she was a follower. She was like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm Amanda. And she was like kind of stuttering. And it's so weird when people get like freaked out <clears throat> Because I'm like, am I your Taylor Swift? Like, it it's me. Like, you don't need to be, like, shaky or anything. Like, it's just me. But she was like, she didn't... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this is my best friend, Libby. Because I was introducing people as Libby to not confuse people, even though everybody was still confused. Because everybody was like, wait, but she's Gwen. And she was like, oh, hi. And then I was like, yeah, this is Gwen. 
And she freaked out. And she was like, oh my God, you're Gwen. <laughs> so just kind of crazy. Shout out to Amanda. Shout out to Edith. Um, all right. I'm going to let you go. Have an amazing week. And I will talk to you soon. Mwah. Bye now. <laughs>